And now, sifting through the static with your host, Justin Brenner. All right, we are live. And we are live with a man with two names. <laughs> I know him by Sean, Sean, but you recently had a name change. <laughs> Do you have yeah, I got, got whacked by Facebook because Sean is my Christian name. But I recently learned that I'm not allowed to put a Christian name on Facebook unless it's in your IC. So I had to swap over to the Chinese name that, well, I don't use at all. And now the people messaging me call me Go. And it's so weird because they have no idea what to call me. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, even for me, like I was, I called Christy. I was like, I got to send him the Zoom link. I don't remember his new name. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> I was like, is it Obi-Wan Kenobi? I couldn't remember. So <laughs> it's uh it's even challenging for me already today. So uh yeah, today I'm 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 happy to have you. Um I know you specialize, you know, we have, I would say you're one of the top two for sure in messenger bots. Um, some of the stuff you've done, I think it has even impressed who we call the god the bot father. Uh, Rudker, but you've done some really, really amazing stuff. I also saw a post you were doing the other day about uh, incorporating like chat GPT or something into bots, which I haven't even heard of. Um, so I'm really, really excited to dive in to this presentation today. We may want to do even a spin-off on this chat GPT thing because that really caught my attention. But today we're going to go over um, leveraging messenger mascots for your brand. And for some people, I don't know that they necessarily will understand what that really means i'm assuming and i'm playing devil's advocate stupid here that you're talking about just basically using messenger bots to the fullest extent for for your brand essentially as a mascot right so so many people see messenger bots as the stupid tech that just gets email gets phone number it's it's a very bland conversation but many people forget that they can work personalities into their bot so i'm going to be talking through a couple of things today from quiz funnels to how you can run an igdm funnel giveaway mm -hmm. as well as how you can work some personality into your messenger mascot brand that's really cool because i don't think i've ever heard anybody say that build a personality into your bot you just think it's a robot right like it doesn't have when you say personality it makes me think feelings and like you know um that makes it think like it's it makes it more human essentially so yeah i'm really interested i know you have a presentation for this um so i'm really interested for you to dive in and see what we got Right, so I'm just gonna go ahead and share my screen here. Let me know once it pulls up for you. Yep, I see it. Perfect, so let me just do a quick self-introduction. My name is Sean, and I've been building bots for six to eight figure brands for the past three years. Some of my clients have hit bestseller status for their products on Amazon using our bots flows. And when I'm not hit down building bots, I love doing grocery shopping, going prawning or messing with crypto. So you can see the picture on the right. It's just a giant prawn that I caught. So in Singapore, you have these prawning ponds where you can catch prawns with a little rod. So you put your hook in the water and you wait for them to bite. And then you just, you just fish them out. So it's really, really fun. Do you eat those or what do you do with them? We do. We grew those. They taste amazing. Grill them? Yep. Is that like a crawfish? Is that what it is? 
it's a freshwater prawn, so I guess oh. a little bit. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm nowhere near any freshwater. <laughs> I'm in the middle of the, the biggest, biggest continent in the probably. Well, I don't know for the biggest continent, but I'm dead smack in the middle with no freshwater. So, right. So here are just some examples of brands we've worked with previously. Brands from Walton, Lockslash, Pets Lovers, KOS, blah blah blah. Just to establish a bit of credibility, and then we can jump right in. So what we're going to be covering today is injecting personality into your bot. So that it doesn't really sound like a bot. It encourages customers to actually want to interact with the bot. We're going to be talking about building out a quiz funnel so that the customer feels like they're getting the right product recommendations. And you would also get a peek into the internals and how I would personally set up the foundations for an Instagram giveaway for Rich Wallet, as well as how you can do it too. So here's an example of how a bot should not be done. So I, I know you guys... As media buyers, you talk to Facebook support a lot. And when talking to Facebook support, sometimes you, you run into these, these bots, right? Like my ad account is down and you're, you're trying to put me through to support and the support just asks for name, email address, and contact number. In this kind of scenario, customers, unless they have a burning need, they tend to not want to feel these bits of information in because they're just talking to a robot. There's no back and forth engagement. Whereas if you're talking about coming in with a personality, this is an example bot that we built for a pets brand. And you can see that we have incorporated their dog as the CEO or the canine executive officer of their brand. And just right off the bat, there is a huge change or a huge contrast in what we're going to be asking as compared to the blend bot. Here's another example. Here is a gardening brand. They we incorporated a gardening mascot and and yeah it's just to make the experience more fun and more playful as compared to the blend boring hey can I get your name? Can I get your email? The outcome is ultimately the same. But at the end of the day, you really just want to make the experience a good one for your customers. And then again, this is another brand that is in the beauty space. And they realize that a lot of their customers actually resonate or actually vibe with Kim K. So we threw in a lot of internal jokes as well as what Kim K typically says. Do you really want to see our ugly crying face? This is the 15-minute follow-up or email. And yeah. Okay. And with these bots, like with your messenger bots, are you incorporating any type of like, obviously you're using it from a a customer service perspective, but are you incorporating that personality into a transactional piece as well? Absolutely. And we'll be covering that over the next couple of slides. Okay. Okay. Just we're just doing a bit of surface right now. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you we'll be covering that over the next couple okay. of slides. So there are a couple of important questions you want to ask yourself as well as your clients when you're developing a bot with personality. And the first of which is who your competitors are, what makes you different from your competitors. It's the standard marketing questions you ask for your clients, whether you're running ads, whether you're doing Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, right? What's the type of vibe and feeling you want to create with your customers? 
what are some characters in movies, stories, TV personalities that you believe embody your brand? And do you have a face for the brand or someone who appears in all your advertising? Think Kylie, Cindy Joseph, Flo, etc. And one thing that I really love doing is I love emphasizing that customers are talking to a bot. I know that some bot builders pretend that when when they build out their flows, they pretend that their customers are talking to a real person. I really don't like this because by saying that the customers are talking to a bot, it really sets expectations so that the users don't get angry when the bots aren't able to answer a question of theirs. It not only lowers watch tremendously, it also helps when you're asking sensitive questions. So sensitive questions could come in the form of I don't know, whether it's their sex life, whether it's their height and weight, whether it's wanting to, to cure something that they might be insecure about. And ManyChat has actually a case study on this where an emphasis in the customer talking to a bot resulted in a bump from a 30% response rate to 95% response rate. So that is a huge increase, right? Mm. So just going to go a little bit deeper now. So an example of what we can use bot for besides the standard typical customer support is quiz funnels. And quiz funnels work tremendously if you're running them mid of funnel as well as bottom of funnel, but they can definitely work for top of funnel customer acquisition as well. So imagine you are a skincare or a beauty brand, mm -hmm. customer adds your products to cart, they bounce, they abandon. Instead of running the typical, hey, here's 20% off, or maybe you run some UGC highlighting why the product is good, why not bring them through a quiz funnel, walking them through a couple of questions, and then suggesting the right product at the end. This is something that I feel like a lot of e-com brands are not exploring at the moment. I know Jones wrote Beauty. I think they are either eight or nine figures. They are spending $8,000 per day on a quiz funnel called Octane AI. Mm. And basically, they're running ads directly to a quiz funnel. And I believe Octane AI allows you to build the quiz funnel on that landing page itself. So it's an interesting concept. It's something that more you, brands could be exploring. Do you use Octane AI early or do you prefer ManyChat more? We are trying to dabble with Octane AI, but most of our experience is in many chat right now yeah right and you might be wondering if you have 100 skills would this be really hard to set up within many chat and the answer is really no because what we need to do is we just need to set up the category as well as a couple of parameters and then we are able to get the customer to walk through a process and then we are able to spit out the dynamic products for them right so this is enough of the top level overview we're going to go into many chat holy smokes that was a picture of a flow and a half yep, yep. <laughs> jesus <laughs> so this that's the thing right because a lot of e-com brands think it's just connecting a couple of flow notes no but i i am relatively confident that we are in the top five percent of bot builders out there because our flows look insane so right now you're actually seeing a flow in our old account and i'm going to be walking you through a quiz funnel that we've built it's for this it's it's a disney quiz funnel but the concept and the takeaway is more or less the same right so the first thing that we actually do here is we set up a conditional logic block and this conditional logic block goes to check to see 
if anyone has been referred because I want to know on a high-level overview, is this person coming in through organic? Is this person coming in through ads? Or is this person coming in through a referral? Because if this person is coming in through a referral and I'm getting majority of that through referrals, then I need to increase my, I might need to decrease my ad spend or or I could offer a, an even better incentive to get even more people referred into the funnel. Got it. So they come into the quiz funnel and right, we get a conditional logic block here again, differs from brand to brand, but we only want the customer to be able to go through the quiz funnel once. And that's why if they already have a quiz score, then we tell them like, hey, you actually already went through our quiz. Otherwise- does it cost? Like how much time? How much time does it take you to set something up like this? Like to plan and roll it out and to build it? Like, is it like two week full-time job? Like, I would say probably to plan and to build would take us a week. So like 40 hours? Wouldn't say anywhere near, near that. So this entire flow here, if yeah. we have the entire plan set up, my business partner could probably set it up in under, under 10 to 15 hours. Jeez. So what do you charge for something like, like what is something like this? I, I'm not an expert in bots. It's probably bots and native ads are probably the two dumb things I'm retarded at. Like what does something like this cost? Something like this would cost $2,500 to set up. Okay. And then it depends on whether it's like a build and handover or if it's an ongoing ongoing maintenance if it's an ongoing maintenance then it's going to be another 2500 for every month that you maintain and then we and then we mess with copy we mess with creative and we mess with offer what we really like to work with is we like to work with e-com brands that already have their own media buying team we don't like to buy media so we only handle everything within the bot we give you the high level overview and that's what we really try that right okay no that makes sense Right. So I'm just going to go ahead. The next conditional logic block here is to see if the clients have actually filled in any of these quiz questions because sometimes life gets in the way. They want to come back and get to the quiz. It's annoying to have to go through the entire quiz again if they're on question six, for example. So we check to see if there's any value. And then if there is any value, we tell them, hey, looks like you were halfway through your quiz. Would you like to continue where you left off? Yep. And if the answer is yes, then we go ahead and see where they stopped. Got it. And then here are just seven different questions on like, guess guess your favorite Disney princess, right? But here is where the logic would make sense on an e-com perspective. I'm going to bring in skincare a lot because it's the lowest hanging fruit. It's the easiest to go after. But let's say we were asking the customer a couple of questions on whether they had a oily, a combination or a dry skin type. Depending on the answer here, we're going to be adding points to a specific custom view. And at the end of the day, we're able to take a look at those custom views, like right here. Mm-hmm. And we're able to see like, hey, if they have X points in custom view, that would mean that they are probably oily skin type. Or if they had Y points, they, they might be combination skin. So that's basically what we're doing in these type of quiz funnels. Right. We're just we're just walking the customer through from start to finish. And one thing that 
I found really interesting reading about the Jones Road Beauty case study is when they're driving traffic from TikTok, a lot of people drive traffic from TikTok to a PDP, for example, but traffic from TikTok don't exactly have buying intent. Correct. And I know, and I know that people might push back on it, no, but, <laughs> but, but his explanation to that is that, okay, so people are in the searching or people are in the relaxing mode when they're on TikTok. So if you drive them into a quiz funnel, then it would retain their attention a lot better as compared to driving them directly to a PDP. And that's the same strategy. And that's how he spends $8,000 per day to obtain AI. Mm -hmm. So that's a rather interesting thing I picked up on. So moving on, let's talk about running an Instagram giveaway. So this is an example for Rich Wallet. For those of you that don't know, I believe they are a nine-figure e-com brand. And I'm going to walk you through the entire process on how you can set this up for your brand as well. Did so you they ran a did you do this? No, I didn't. Okay. This is just an example. Yeah. So they ran a giveaway for a a watch as well as a backpack for $670. And the first thing that I would aim to do here is I would aim to go after their bio real estate because that's where their customers are going to land for people who stumble onto their Mm-hmm. post or their page organically so instead of having it drive to a pdp we're going to change it to interested in winning the price worth 670 dollars dmr's keyword to start mm-hmm. so right away we're actually acquiring customer information we might be pulling email we might be pulling name we might be pulling anything right but it, it's it's that versus driving it to a page and having the pixel collect data The next thing we're going to be doing is we're going to be making use of stories. A lot of brands just neglect this for some reason, but stories are another effective way that we can be running this. So all you just need to do is message us X keyword to register your slot. And there are definitely going to be people that are doing that. And then the last thing you want to be doing is setting up a comment growth tool. So the 2,900 comments you see here are 2,900 people that could be opted into your funnel. And these people are opted in. They specifically give you consent to message them. So it's not against any privacy issues at all. And you get so much more data as compared to just having them comment on your post. Right, so... Here's what it can do on the high level. And then I'm going to bring you into the internals again. It's going to build your email list. It's going to gain you more followers. You're going to be able to incorporate gamification and you would be able to encourage product purchases or use as a launch strategy. I'm just going to take you through ManyChat again. And we're going to go here. So what you see here is a template on Messenger. The one that I'm talking about is on Instagram, but both of them translate to the same thing. So the, here's just a very some basic text. Don't take the text for, for what it's worth. Just take the general idea. So the first thing you want to do after the comment is to welcome them into the giveaway contest. They have an option either to sign up, get more information of you prizes, more information is just going to be telling them like, hey, here's details of the contest. Here's what you can be doing. And for the prizes, it's just going to go into the price menu. So the first thing we're going to be doing here 
is we are going to go ahead and collect that email address. Right after, then they go into a list management flow. And this list management flow is actually something set up by my business partner where he assigns a custom field value to each and every single customer that comes in. Hmm. To explain, let's say you have a thousand customers that come in, but you only want to message 500 people for a specific offer. This list management software actually is able to help you segment and help you only broadcast it out to 500 people because many... What's the name of the software? No, it's it's just a flow that we set up. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Got it. Sorry for, sorry for the confusion. But basically, many bot builders assign a tag to somebody that actually comes in. And the problem with that tag is they're not able to segment that list into chunks. What happens if you only want to be broadcasting it to 500 people instead of 1,000 people? So that's why we came up with this. So right after they signed up, we let them know their ticket number. We let them know about game currency and we let them know how they can be earning more game currency. And this is where gamification actually comes in. So you can see here, there are a couple of ways. There are some other ways that are not pictured here that I would go through as well. But the first way they can be earning more points is to follow on social media. That could be Facebook, that could be Instagram, that could be Pinterest, that could even be TikTok. And what you're doing here is you're just growing your following, get more social proof. The next way that they could be getting points is by referring a friend. And the third way that they could be getting more points is commenting on your post. So I know that you guys know this, but the more engagement you get on your Facebook post, the lower your CPMs are going to be, right? So this, this is also a way where you can game the system. The fourth way that we actually ran is offering an exponential amount of points in the event they buy a product. So for example, for Rich, they're offering a $670 giveaway, right? But the customers might be able to get a lot more points if they purchased a Rich product. And that can actually encourage your customers to purchase products. So you might be wondering, John, what are the points for? So the points basically are like your lottery tickets. The more points that you actually get, the more or the higher likelihood that you're going to be getting a price. Hmm. Okay. Let me just get some water. So the next thing that we are going to be talking about is gamification. So this, the goal right here is to keep your customers micro engaged. And this is useful for product launches. The goal is just to get the customers coming back into the bot on a day-by-day -day basis, playing a mini game. This could be as complex as slot machine, and that's something we could set up. But this is the Wacomo example that I posted in AdLeaks quite a while ago. So I'm just going to go into the first part of the flow. And you're going to get some, some instructions. And basically the gist of it is they have five tries to hit the mole daily. They get a multiplier if they hit the mole repeatedly. So this is just a micro hook trying to get them to complete the five tries on a daily basis. And at the end of their five tries, they will be given another five tries. Once 24 hours have passed, they would gain points and they can exchange that for prizes. Hmm. So we're going to go right into the game. 
and they can pick any hole, of course. And right, you'll be able to see here that we give them a 60% chance to win, a 30% chance for a near miss, and a 10% chance for wrong. So mm. essentially, you're looking at a 40% chance of missing. And you might be wondering, why is that so high? The answer is, you're actually looking at a 90% chance of winning. So for those of you that might be confused, we actually did some, we actually, there's actually some study in the gamblers in Las Vegas, and they actually see a near miss on the slot machine as a win. So we're actually incorporating that psychology and we are having 30% of a near miss, which customers are likely going to regard as a win and then 60%. So you're actually looking at 90% here. And then we're going to be talking. So for the redeem points, there is many, many different things you can do. But on a high-level overview for an e-com brand, how would this be used? This would be useful for your product launch strategy, incorporating, incorporating that Instagram giveaway tactic plus this gamification tactic. So you get your email, you're able to put them on an email drip sequence, excite them about the product launch, you're able to get them coming back on a daily basis, playing playing whack-a-mole, playing slot machine, it, it really doesn't matter. It's just getting the customers engaging on a day-to-day -day basis right? so that they're more likely to convert moving forward. So uh, I would definitely want to look at those more in detail after we get off the call. So I want to get this presentation for sure because I'm going to want to play around with those. Those are neat. Got it. Got it. So here is the lighter part. You can... You can start chilling right now, but it's just general copy recommendations as well as boosting conversion rates. What you really want to do here is you want to write like how you're texting your friends. You want to break your text up in chunks, three to five lines max. Then you want to push for heartbreak because anything above that, it gets really, really long in Messenger. You can also see that I keep telling the users what they're supposed to be doing. I know it sounds asinine because we like to think of our customers as really smart people, but newsflash, they're not. They're really stupid. Mm -hmm. So that, that's why we have to teach them what to do. And emojis, again, they make the text so much easier to read. And for quizzes, this is actually a really, really good tip because this tip, can raise your conversion, your completion rates by 10 to 25%. So when you're running quizzes, whether it's three questions, five questions, or seven questions, many brands actually forget to put the quiz number on top. And this lack of the quiz number actually leaves your customer loss because after three questions, after five questions, they might be wondering, hey, how, I, how many more do I have to go? So having that question number actually increases completion rates from anywhere from 10 to 25%. So to do, to include that, we've also tested emojis on quick replies versus having the full text on quick replies. And we have found out that emojis have actually performed better. better. Hmm. So yep. we are also wanting to always follow up. You never know when life gets into the way. We have three minutes, we have 10 minutes, and we have another 22 hours that's not pictured here. Of course, it's going to differ from brand to brand, basically. So moving forward, you want to 
segment and tag your users. It's the same logic with Klaviyo. It's the same logic with your SMS. You don't want to be sending non-parents promotions for diapers. You want to always collect OTNs because these are your silver bullets mm -hmm. because of deliverability as well as open rates. And basically what OTNs are, are they are messages that Facebook allows you to send outside the 24-hour window to re-engage your customers. If you're wondering why we can't use a promotional message, the promotional message feature isn't the best right now because we are probably only able to get a 30 to 50% deliverability rate. The reason because the reason why is because Facebook only allows one user to receive one sponsored message on a daily basis. That means that if your competitors are sending out sponsored messages to them, then tough luck. You, you're probably not going to, the sponsored messages is probably not going to land. And that's why you want to collect OTNs. Right. Right. So you want to build out referral flows. The more you can get your customers to micro commit, the higher likelihood that they are going to be able to convert. And you always want to make your customers have to do something with your messages because it trains them not to be casual observers, but doers leading them to be more likely to engage and buy on your promotions, your sales, as well as your product launches. Right. Okay. So we're going to go into an bots in action. So this is an example of a bot. I know it's just a message note, but the general idea is a code buy one, get one offer as a loss leader and customer acquisition. And this only typically works if your brand or if your product is something that customers can buy repeatedly, whether it's supplements, whether it's whether it's skincare. But what you want to do is we ran this as a buy one, get one offer. Um, they lost money on the front end, but on, on the general LTV side of things, they gained because they were gaining a customer for this small loss. Also, because they were selling on Amazon, these this actually helps juice up their Amazon ranking. So that's two in one. The next thing that we actually want to use is we use pets as emotional triggers. And this is extremely useful for abandoned cut sequences. I know Shopify has, has a couple, but this is just an example of pets that we use as emotional triggers. Retargeting, again, quiz funnels work tremendously. And then Another example of messenger mascots in warranty sequences, you can see that we got a 64% click-through rate. Mm -hmm. And then for lead gen, we got a 75% email opt-in rate as well as a 41% SMS opt-in rate. This is for the rent-to-own space. Variant A, B, and C here are just three different versions that we are running, testing whether collecting email, collecting email and phone, and not collecting anything at all. Wow. And yeah, that's that's about it. That's so much. I mean, I know we blaze through that, but it's so intricate. It's so much information. Like those flows are so complex. Like I don't think people realize how much goes into that, especially in the planning. Like, because to plan that out and like know what you're gonna do, it's not like planning, you know, campaigns. It, it's so it seems like it's so much more intricate in terms of how you lay that out and strategize to plan that out. Yeah, because a common pitfall that we had initially when starting out with clients was not setting up a proper plan. And that led to having us revisit the flow and 
change things over and over again. So right. I definitely agree with what you said. Like the setting up of the plan is really, really important. Right. Yeah. And I'm I'm interested to just play around like with that with that one flow that you have in terms of like the whack-a-mole. Like I don't know that I've ever seen anything like that for chatbots or anything like that. So that would be interesting uh to just mess around with and play with. A guy actually came up with a slot machine type of bot. And basically, he incorporated that into restaurants. So when people were queuing outside the restaurant, they could play slots. And depending on what they want in slots, they might get something like a free appetizer. They might get a meal in the house. It's actually really, really cool. Hmm. Do you have those? Do you have that URL, the ref URL to get into that flow or no? I can probably dig that out, It'd be but cool. not on the call right now. Yeah. No, 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 for sure for after hmm yeah i wish i was a lot more high level in bot stuff but this is something that i don't think a lot of people dive into and i think a lot of people miss this as part of their marketing strategy and deployment just because it is so much more complex and it's not like i i find this fascinating and amazing and i don't think as good as i am at running ads and doing everything else around marketing I don't think that this is something I would be able to do. And that's why you have us. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. But it's also something to be honest with you, like the brands that we work with, none of them do it either. It's a huge swing and a miss, I think. And I mean, I think, I think case studies, like for people to be able to see, because I think when people think of this, they don't really think in terms of transactional. They think they just message, message, not messageable, but that's not a word. But like they don't think about the transactional part of this and how that can incorporate into lead gen and like nurturing customers. Um, because you're basically collecting their information. I mean, it's no different than having like a pop-up on your site. This is a lot more interactive and a lot more, a lot more thorough. I mean, the flows that you're building are just amazing. Like yeah, looking. yeah. Gives me I think it's a good point because you mentioned that the goal of the chatbot is really just to nurture. And I think Rutger actually put up a really, really great post previously where he talked about going to two different paint shops, I believe, and one paint shop was was higher priced than the other, but he decided to go with the higher price because of the conversation that he had with the owner. So really the goal of the chatbot is just to have a conversation and which is why we call it conversational marketing. Right, right. Yeah, I. Uh, it's fascinating to me. I would really love to get this presentation. And then also if you drop, I know the presentation will have it, but if you want to drop in the chat, some of those uh, chatbot ref URLs so people can play with if the ref URLs, I don't even know if that's the right term, but the URLs to get the chatbots so they can play with them. I think that'd be really, really cool so people can see like what, what is possible? I mean, um, did you ever send that one to Disney? Like, did you send that to them? No, we actually been we actually thought about it, and we're trying in the midst of trying to scrape like some emails to send it to them Got because it. I know they have a personal bot, a genie bot that they coded, and it got quite a bit of backlash because they were trying to make people pay for the bot. <laughs> My brother has a family member. That's like he does, he's a, he's an architect and he like designs all the Disneyland properties. So he like designs those. Um, let me know if it falls short. I might be able to send it to him and ask 
if you can get it into the right hands for you, maybe. Oh, that that would sound like a good idea. Thank you. Yeah, it'd be kind of neat. I he I think he was working and he just got done with the one in wasn't there one in China that launched or something or Japan or something uh, Disneyland not too long ago. Not entirely sure to be honest. Hmm. Somewhere over there. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, that's really interesting, man. I look forward to looking at the presentation. I'm going to definitely check out those bot flows and play around with them. Um, and if, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, I know you had it on the screen, but you took it down. Um, what's the best way to reach you or what's your best way of communication that you want people to reach out? Right. So you can ping me on Facebook. I'm there. You can reach us. You can check us out at thebotassembly.com or you can email me at sean at thebotassembly.com. Definitely not go. <laughs> so if you're having if you're having trouble find, finding yeah. me, I do apologize. Facebook's being stupid, but yeah. Yeah, I had that problem again. <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, this is awesome. I look forward to you diving in and checking out these flows, playing around with them and seeing what's possible. Um, yeah, I appreciate you as well, Justin. Thank you so yeah. much for your time. Thanks, man. If you guys have any questions you know where to find them hit them up uh very smart guy so for sure all right everyone have a great day thanks